Welcome to the Abundantly Empowered Mama and Postpartum Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Renise Yvette. This is the podcast for guidance, support, and empowerment for mamas from the fourth trimester and beyond. We cover topics that will empower you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually wherever you may be in your motherhood journey. So if you're ready to transform your life and create the health, the happiness, and the fulfillment that you desire, get ready to be abundantly empowered. Hello, hello, beautiful mama. Welcome to a Wellness Wednesday episode of the Postpartum Happiness Podcast. I'm really glad you're here. I hope you listened to the last episode because this one is giving you a little more details, more examples, so that you can really relate and create a daily routine for yourself that works well. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, make sure you stop this one where it's at, go back and listen to the other one, and then come back. That way you understand the setup of why it's so important, how it helped me in my journey as a mom and as in personal growth and really helping me to alleviate my stress, anxiety, and overwhelm by having a daily routine, but that it doesn't have to take all day and all the beautiful things. So go back and listen to it, then come back and listen to this one. Okay, so today, some examples for you, some ways that you can implement this daily routine. Like I said in the last episode, it does not have to be things that take you a long period of time. I am not telling you to, to carve out hours in your day to dedicate to taking care of you. I know that you don't have that type of time, right? There are 24 hours in a day. I understand that, right? And there's a certain amount you need your sleep. You got to get your sleep. That's so important. So squeezing in, right? Molding in a permanent daily routine that feels aligned to you will really help you to fill your cup regularly without you feeling like you have to do pressure and taking time away that you might feel guilty about. So for me, as this changed everything for me, I was like, okay, a daily routine. If I am tackling, not tackling, but if I'm implementing my mind, my body, my emotions, and my soul, I'm addressing all four of those, giving all four of those areas love. I'm giving all four of those areas support and attention that is needed for me to grow, for me to feel good, for me to step into who I desire to be and create what I desire to create in my life. I'm going to be doing pretty good. At least it's a good start. So I began that journey of implementing those things. And those were the five things that I went over in the last episode, those five areas. And then I figured out from those what felt good for me with doing them. How do I want to implement that in my daily routine? And sometimes I switch it up. I still target the five areas, right? The five topics, but I'll tweak them. You know, it doesn't have to be the same thing every single day. Some days you might feel something a little different than another day. So just do what feels good for you in that area, but still containing and bringing in all five areas, okay? So let's go over those and I'm gonna tell you what I kind of utilize in different options for you and you can play with these and just kind of play with the idea. This is not serious, this is not a have to. Just play with this and see how it feels for you and if it feels good, then do it. And if when you do it, if it feels good, then great, keep going. If it doesn't feel good, 
play with it some more until it does, or if it never feels good, drop it all together. This is about what resonates for you in your journey. I give you content here in this podcast so that you can take what feels good, what resonates for you, and leave the rest behind. So take what works. You don't have to do every single thing. That's my disclaimer, okay? (laughs) You don't have to do every little thing I say, all right? I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help support you, okay? And give you ideas and things you can implement and play with in your own life that will help support you in your own journey. All right, so the five areas. Let's start with number one. I'm actually going to start with gratitude today. So gratitude Man, when I started using gratitude, I was like, heck yeah, this is awesome. I started with a journal, with a gratitude journal, and first thing in the morning, when I got the time in the morning, I'm not saying as soon as you open your eyes, sometimes that doesn't work as parents, right? We have kids, we have life going on. So whenever I got the chance in the morning, I made sure I pulled out that gratitude journal and I would write down 10 things I'm grateful for and why I'm grateful for them. And I would not make this a long, dragged out thing. Again, I'm doing, I'm giving this to you because it doesn't take a long time, but you can spend as much time as feels good for you. But I would write down 10 things. You can write down five, three, whatever. You don't have to write it down at all. You can say it out loud. You can meditate on it. Whatever ways you want to implement gratitude. If you want to put your, now, I can talk to you guys. Now, I don't write it down all of the time. For a really long, for probably six months straight, I was doing the 10 things I was grateful for and why I was grateful for them to feel it deep within, right? To really feel that gratitude because it's such a beautiful, high vibrational thing that will just bring a a good energy to your day. So what I actually do now is I, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I will put my hand over my heart and I close my eyes and I say what I am grateful for. And I will say it out loud or to myself or whatever feels good at the time. And I will just be so grateful and I feel it within. And then I go on with my day. As I go throughout my day, I find things I'm grateful for. It's it's become like a natural thing for me now, but it's that's happened over time. I'm not saying you need to do this. I'm just saying what feels take what feels good for you and, tr- and try what feels good. But I will, you know, something will happen. I'll, I would be, I'm so grateful for that. I am so grateful for this. Just truly feeling it, truly embodying it. And I will say it to myself or out loud when it really does, when I, I feel it deep within myself. So that's a part of gratitude that, um, a way that I implement that in my every day. And it really, really does help to shift my energy throughout the day. It starts the day off well um, and it, it keeps my day going. And then sometimes at night, I will do the same thing, put my hand on my heart and I will say to myself or out loud what I'm grateful for from the day. If there was something that was just such a blessing or there was something that was amazing or fun or just something, you know, just to put it out there, I am so grateful for that. That was something I am so glad happened today or whatever it may be. So gratitude, how can you implement gratitude in your every day? Is it writing it down? Is it saying it out loud? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it before bed? Is it throughout the day? What what ways will feel good for you? Is it, it just in a prayer in the morning? Is it during a meditation? Like what ways feel good for you to implement gratitude? All right, second thing, that self-love, okay? Self-care is the second topic that you need to squeeze in in your daily routine, okay? We know we have to fill our cups. 
self-love and self-care are so vital. And that's the radical self-love and self-care. How can you show that to yourself in your everyday? For myself, I started taking time to myself and working on me. What inner work did I need to do? Maybe it was like inner child work or maybe I needed to sit down and show myself some love or allow for myself to rest or let myself cry or scream into a pillow because I was having a rough day. But really finding time to take care of me right? What did I need? I've been giving all day to everyone else, but what do I need so that I can fill my cup so I can show up to the world, to everyone that I care for, to the best of my abilities? So I would make sure to implement that every single day. If it was reading a book to take time for myself, going and getting my nails done. I love getting my nails done, especially my feet. Getting a pedicure is like one of my favorite things and I wouldn't do it very much. And then when I did do it, I would I would feel guilty the whole time. Like, oh, I should be home. Oh, I should be with the kids. I shouldn't be doing this, blah, 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 right? So I had to really work on that guilt. So that was part of my self-care and self-love was Why am I feeling guilty and how can I let that go? Because I need to take care of me and love on myself. What's blocking me from that? So it can be caring and loving for yourself. It could be maybe booking a session with a a coach or a therapist or someone that you know it's going to really help you to fill your cup. It's just time to take aside for yourself every single day to take care of you. For me, it looked all different ways on all different days. It does not look the same every single day. I don't have that same self-care practice, but I show myself love. I will look at myself in the mirror sometimes and tell myself I love myself. Like I couldn't do that before. So any way that feels good for you that you know you can fully radically take care of yourself, loving yourself um, and implementing self-care is a great way to um, really squeeze that into your daily routine. All right, third thing, that I mentioned was getting fruits and veggies and water in throughout the day. That's all one topic, okay? Because that is nutrients and hydration that your body needs to thrive and to be energetic. And we can slack on that. We'll push it for our kids, but we forget to push it for ourselves. And we end up neglecting us and then we feel drained and our body's like, I need this like nutrient stuff. And I know eating healthy can can really be draining for a lot of people because paying for it or, you know, all the prep and all the things. So here's a little trick that I learned that helped me. I hope it helps you. I mentioned it last episode. I My kids love fruits and veggies. Um, even if they didn't, I would cut up some fruits and veggies for them and at least put it on their plate for at least a meal, at least one meal a day, right? And so what I do is when I cut up their fruits and their vegetables, I cut up a little bit extra for myself. It takes me, what, five extra seconds to cut a few more slices, right? It didn't take me much time at all. I was already doing it for my kids. So that was me showing myself some love and I would cut some extra stuff for myself. So apples, you know, whatever, whatever you got, fruits, veggies, when they would snack, mommy would snack, right? I would snack. So I would make sure I was getting that too. And then hydrating, I force myself to drink more water. I actually struggle with drinking enough water. I don't know why, but I have found ways to fix that for myself, right? I love seltzer water now. I love putting fruits, um, citrus fruits and um, watermelon and all that kind of stuff in my water. So I will drink seltzer water because I don't like soda, but I do like seltzer water because it's bubbly. It's different. It's not just this flat water that can get boring, right? Jazz up your water some if that's hard for you. Drink it out of a straw. You drink faster out of a straw. Drinking cold water versus room temperature water or vice versa. Like whatever feels good for you to hydrate your body, okay? And get those whole fruits and vegetables that are not 
done from the store, but that you are able to do for yourself. So when you prep your kids' lunches, prep some for yourself. I'm telling you, when you make your kids, your babies, um, your baby's food, you know, make some for yourself when, or not make some baby food for yourself, but you know, make yourself a little something at the same time. <laughs> Let me like premise that because I was not thinking when I said that, but you know what I mean. Make not baby food for yourself, but some food. And you know, if you're nursing right now and you're nursing an, an infant and you know that the baby eats consistently. So when you're sitting there and you're nursing, have snacks, Cut up some fruits and veggies that you can store in a container in your fridge and you know you can just grab that with one hand, right? Because you might just have the one hand and just go grab that and put that next to you along with some water and whatever else you like to drink right by you while you're going to nurse. It really helps you to be able to fuel yourself and give your body what it needs. That's going to fuel your body. It's going to fuel your mind as well, right? Your brain needs the nutrients as well. Your heart needs that. Your whole body needs the nutrients. So those are some ways to squeeze that in and ways that I've learned to really implement. I did that a lot while I breastfed because I breastfed for a long time with both of my kids. So um, having those the snacks and pre-doing the fruits and veggies like during dinner or whatever was when I would cut them up because I was already in the kitchen. Um, I was already doing the work. So why not do a little extra for a couple more minutes to have that so my body can fuel itself, right? Okay, so that was what, number three? Number four is the physical movement, right? Moving your body every single day. I gave some examples in the last episode. I will bring them here again. For myself, I love to work out. I am not saying the physical movement has to be working out. You could go for a walk and that's physical movement. You can put some music on and dance for that song and that is physical movement, right? It does not have to be a workout. But if you do want to do a workout, that works well too. Find a workout that feels good for you. I don't like yoga. My body does not like yoga. I want to like yoga so much, but my body says no every single time. So I listen to that because then, you know, what's the point of doing something you don't love? Find movement that you enjoy. I love rigorous, vigorous movements. I love HIIT exercises. I love to do burpees and jump up and down and do push-ups and sit-ups and things like that. I'm just wired that way. I'm an ex-gymnast, by the way. I was a gymnast for like 14 years. So it's kind of ingrained in me, right? I'm not saying that this is a normal thing for everyone, but there's specific workouts that work well for certain people. Find what feels good for you. If it's yoga, do that. Pilates, riding the, doing the um, stationary bicycle, like cycling. If it's swimming, if it's walking, running, hit workouts, whatever feels good for you and move your body. I seriously only work out about 30 minutes every morning, five days a week, Monday through Friday. And I do it in the morning after my kids are set. When I know that they are going to be in one place, not need a thing, <laughs> they're set up for the day, I will, I will get my workout in. And they know that that's mommy's workout time. Like we finally got it to that place where they know, they know that I'm working out and they respect that, which is beautiful. But for a while they were working out with me. They would need things in the middle of my workout. I would stop what I'm doing, go take care of them, you know, by pressing pause. And then I would press play and keep going. You know, I, I had to figure it out. So figure out a way that works well for you, that you can implement some physical movement that works well for you, because that's really going to help your mind, body, and soul. Okay, it's going to help you really, really, really energetically. Um, and it really helps your mental capacity too if you're dealing with a lot of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm. That movement really, really, really does help. It helped me a lot, which is why I started working out in the first place because I had such severe you know, stress and anxiety. If you know my story, 
you know that, you know, that's why it helped me so much. Um, if you haven't heard my story, go listen to that episode about my postpartum story. Um, I go into details. I don't leave any holds barred. I let you know exactly what I went through, exactly everything that I felt and that dark place that I was in and how I kind of overcame that. So um, I love that episode. Please feel free to listen to it and, and come back to this one. Um, but yes, physical movement powerful, very great, implementing in the everyday. And if I can't work out, like when I only work out five days a week, so on the weekends, I dance. I love to dance. I just put music on and I will dance my heart out. If I'm cleaning the house, I dance my heart out. If I'm in the car, I'm like dancing while I'm driving safely, might I add. Um, You know, but moving my body, I love it. I love it. And your body is meant to move. So move it daily. Okay. And then the very last thing is the mindfulness. And this one is key. Because your mind is vital. That's where all your thoughts are going on, your thought patterns, how you feel about things, where your beliefs are established. It's very, very, very strong and it needs to be nurtured regularly. So for a daily routine for myself, I meditate personally. That's my thing, okay? You don't have to meditate. That doesn't feel good for you. But find something that works well for you in the mindfulness world. That could be saying affirmations out loud that feel good for you. It could be meditating and there's so many different ways to meditate. Like I'm not even going to list them off. There's so many. You don't have to sit down in the Buddha legs cross position with your hands, you know, facing up towards the sky saying, um, you really, that's not for everybody. You don't have to. There's several different ways to meditate and finding one that feels good for you is going to be the best mindfulness practice for yourself because it's really going to get you the best benefits. So find a mindfulness practice that feels well. What helps you with your mind to shift your mindset, to work on your words, to um, think great thoughts, you know, speaking great things, um, really working on uh, honing in and centering in on yourself and what you need and what you desire and what you're feeling. It's just connection, right? The mindfulness is really the connection and it's being aware of what's going on in your mindset. So meditation is what I found that really resonated the most and I do a little bit of everything. I started with three minutes of meditation throughout the day and kind of amp that up and I don't do it first thing in the morning or always right before I go to bed. I find a time in the day that feels good for me. If you need a specific time every day, find a specific time that you know you're able to dedicate to it. As in like setting an alarm and you know, okay, after I finish the lunch dishes, I know I can sit down and meditate because I get like five minutes of time, so I'll do it right then. And you set alarm for yourself to remind yourself. Or up, I have lunch break at work. Um, I can sit down and eat my food. Before I eat or after I eat, I know I could dedicate five minutes to meditate. Or in my car, in your car, you there's something called flow meditation. I want to bring this up because it's powerful for parents. Flow meditation is where you are able to focus and and pertain and implement the mindfulness while you are doing something. So it's something that you do repetitively all the time. While you take a shower, while you wash the dishes, while you drive your car, while you're washing your face, that while you're vacuuming, things like that that you're doing normally every day while you're walking, right? Or you're outside walking. There are things you don't have to close your eyes. That's why you can do it while you drive. But when you're really honed in and focused on what it is that you desire to focus your mindfulness practice on. So when you do that, it really, really can implement, you can implement mindfulness for yourself. And it's what a great way, right? When you're already doing something and you're able to just add that right on top of it. So really um, doing that, you can do flow meditation. There's so many. 
Um, but find one that feels good for you and go with that. And by doing these five, these five areas, by implementing them in your daily routine, you're gonna notice your cup is being filled. You're gonna notice your energy level going up. You're gonna notice your stress levels coming down. You're gonna notice you don't feel overwhelmed. You're gonna notice yourself focusing. You're gonna be able to feel happier. You're gonna feel better from the inside out. And that's the goal. That's what you deserve and that's what you will begin to obtain just by implementing a daily routine. So try to squeeze in those five things if you can. If you can't get in all five, that's okay. But find ways that feel good for you in all those areas, all five areas, each and every day, and tweak it as you go. It's okay to change it. You don't have to keep it the same. You can always, always, always change that. So those are the five areas that I have for you. I want to also quickly add here at the end because I just talked about meditation and I know it can be difficult to find a meditative practice that can work well for you. It's hard to focus and just to, like I said, sit there or you know remember to or whatever it may be. So I'm offering moving meditation classes, kind of like a yoga practice or yoga class would be 45 minutes long, but you are, they're all done virtually, okay? They are called RCE moving meditation classes, and that's for release, connect, and elevate. So you're able to release things that you are going through emotionally, physically, mentally, like just get it out, connect with yourself, connect what you need, and elevate your vibrations and your energy right from the inside out. So I guide you through that, and what you do is you're moving as you meditate. I guide you through a meditation, okay? So I'm guiding you through that, and as you're being guided, I also guide you through movement, and the movement is mostly stretching. It's just stretching mostly almost from like head to toe, but specific things to help you open up, to loosen up, um, I help you where I, I tell you where to focus. It's really helpful because if you can't sit still or you find your mind wandering a lot and you struggle with meditation, this is great for you because it's really going to be beneficial. So this could be something that you implement as a daily practice for yourself. I offer them three days a week. They begin in August. If that sounds good and interesting to you, just stay tuned. You can reach out to my DMs to ask more questions if you want, but I will be bringing more information to you as it gets closer to the date. All right, mama. So that's what I have for you today. I hope this helps you to establish a daily routine. I hope this helps for to support you in your journey on where you are and where you're going in, in your um, mental, emotional, and physical growth journey, right? As you are stepping into these new phases of you, these new versions, these new uh, milestones that you go through along with your, as your children go through, I'm really hoping that you grab from this what you need and you leave the rest. And I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being here. I'm sending you so much love. Remember, if you have questions about anything or an aha moment that you want to share, I would love to hear. Please reach out to me on Instagram or screenshot this episode as you listen and tag me at Miss Renice Vet, and I would love, love, love to tag you back. So thank you for listening. I'm sending you love and I hope to talk to you next time. In the meanwhile, here's your mantra. You are powerful. You are worthy. You are enough and you are doing an amazing job. All right, till next time. Bye. Hey mama, thank you so much for listening. And if you love this episode, please hit the subscribe button and feel free to share it with a fellow mama that would resonate with it too. 
So until next time, remember, you are worthy, you are powerful, you are enough.